This is Kayak Fishing Radio, and it's time for Yak Fish in Texas with your hosts, Jaron Wassel and Andrew Moxakimba. Join the conversation at kayakfishingradio.com or call the guys up at 714-816-4727. Now, it's time for Yak Fishing Texas. Here are your hosts, Jaron and Andrew. In Texas, it, it, I am your host, Jaron Wassel. It is another Tuesday night. Uh, I will not be joined by Andrew this evening. I have another, another reoccurring co-host for the show, my friend Ryan McDermott from the Native Pro Staff. Uh, how's it been going, Ryan? Not too bad. I'm going to have to change my name to Andrew just to make your job easier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Andy, Andrew, we can call you whatever we want to. That's cool. <laughs> I'll respond. No, yeah. doing pretty good. Had a uh, good long weekend of fishing, so uh, now I'm in recovery here for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> got your uh, got your due diligence in there for a little bit, and got a little got a little bit of, to carry over for a couple of days. Yeah, I got a little bit of tournament fishing in on Saturday, and then uh, had to do a little bit of follow up uh, last night that. Went early into the wee hours of the morning, and uh, yeah, so I got a, I got a trip in Vegas next week, so I'll be out of town and, and unable to fish. And trust me, I would much rather be fishing than be in Vegas for a week. So, <laughs> well, it depends, man. Does the Bellagio have a casting pond? Ooh, there! I didn't think about that. That uh, they, they do have that big pond out front. I don't know if they have any fish in there or not. That uh, might be something to inquire about. <laughs> might hook a mermaid, but it might be the wrong type of fish. Uh, hey, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool, man. So, yeah, you, uh, I got a little bit of fishing this weekend, too. Uh, it wasn't from the yak, though. Uh, Ashley was sitting out uh, at the in-laws' house this weekend, did a little bit of catfish fishing, just to cure the mind, you know, one of those relaxing kind of fishing days. But I, when I was out there, though, in between bites, I was flipping through Facebook, and a friend of ours, Des Davis, who's the owner of Supernova Kayak Lights, he posted up a photo of a guy holding, it looked like a solid 20-pound striper. And what caught my, what really caught my eye is that they said that they caught it in Lake Austin. Oh, yeah. They're uh, in there. That, I, I had no idea that I had a striper fishery that close. So, you got a couple of them, really. I mean, and I don't know where it starts, but I know Lake Buchanan, you know, is is a is a real big striper fishery, which is you know it's way upstream. Um, and then you know they they get down in there to Lake Travis, and and you know they make their way down to Lake Austin, and 
and I don't know if I've seen any in Town Lake, but I'm sure if they're in Lake Austin, they're probably in Town Lake as well. But uh, and then Canyon Lake uh, down south uh, has some good striper fishing in it too. Now, are you talking hybrid or actual striper? Actual, actual striper. Okay. Yeah, because I know some guys I was talking to a while ago when I first moved to Austin. They were saying, "Hey, check out below the dam on Town Lake. There are guys that go down there and cast for striper." And I was like, you got to be kidding me, you know, whatever. And I was looking into it, and I started finding these photos on, uh, on Google of these reports of these guys below the dam catching fish, and big ones. I mean, there are also some reports of people watching uh, fishermen just bendo over on the bank, just completely slammed and then just breaking off from a big fish. So it's got to be what they were getting into. But I've got I mean, if you look... If, if you look at the, uh, the the records for striper in Texas, you're going to find that the top five or six fish are are in, in the in river systems. Like I know uh, until well, I'm trying I'm trying to think. I know the two of them were in the Guadalupe River below Canyon uh, Canyon Lake. And I know if you go into Cabela's and in Buta there, and you walk into the aquarium, you look up right before you get in the aquarium, there's a big giant striper mount. And I believe it's from the Guadalupe River. So they get stuck in those rivers and, and just sit in those holes and get fat, I think. And, and there's some pretty big ones there. Yeah, I've got an opportunity to go uh, after this weekend or after Friday. I'm probably going to go Saturday morning. I'm going to go and try to hit up uh, the dam below Lake Austin. Uh, I'm, you were saying that there was a launch there. And uh, I think I'm just going to I'm going to go from there and paddle up. And I'm going to look on the LCRA website for those timed releases that they've got. And, so you're uh, trying to you're looking you're looking above Lake Austin or below Lake Austin? I think below Lake Austin is which one I'm so that'd which, be, is the one I was looking at. That'd be Town Lake. So I know that the launch that I told you about was a uh, Walsh, which is actually on Lake Austin, but. Uh, for Town Lake, uh, you might be able to launch down by Redbud Island, which is down there. Um, and there's, you know, that they're releasing. There's, there's a lot of rock and stuff down there by the dam, but, but uh, you should be able to fish it, I would think. Yes, I'm gonna try because I, w- I want to time it on those releases because I know whenever I was watching like the hunt for big fish with uh, Larry Dahlberg and all that, when they were fishing for the stripers. They were always fishing on a release, and you could see whenever the current just slacked up that they the bite really shut off, or it was, you know, they really didn't get anything that would come up that would be worthwhile. But whenever the the current flow kicked back in and they started releasing more water, the 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 bite was almost like a tide switch at the coast. And those fish really got fired up and started flushing more food for them, and they just started biting like crazy. So. I've got plenty of big lures. I mean, I've got stuff yeah. that'll probably translate from offshore to striper fishing. So, uh, I, I don't know, man. I'm I'm really excited about going down there and trying it out. And I just pulled up the list of the the top fifty striped bass in the state. Number six is out of Town Lake at forty five and a half pounds. So they're in there, dude. If you if if I catch a fish that large, you'll be able to, <laughs> you'll you'll know. I'll be I'll be singing from the heavens, man. I mean, walking on water, everything. The statesman will have an article on some guy doing a crazy Jesus walk across the lake because it's, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. So, but yeah, it's, so I was, I was also doing a little bit of reading on like what the guys were using around that area to, to, to lure them up. And it looks like, you know, just bigger versions of bass lures. So, you know, the standard 
free treble hook, top water, you know, uh, like a like a spook. Uh, maybe even, you know, I've, like I've got some of those River to Sea Larry Dahlberg series wide glides. There's a subsurface uh, walk the dog style lure. I'm gonna bring that down there. I think one of the reports I saw was on a swim bait as well. So, but yeah, I mean big shad baits. I mean that's that's what they're eating. They're eating those sh- the shad in there, and there's there's plenty of big ones in in uh, in Town Lake and in Lake Austin. Yeah, I, I know a lot of those guys. That there's also a really well there there used to be. I'm not sure if there's any more because of the golden algae bloom. But right below Possum Kingdom on the Brazos, they had a really solid striper fishery there. And those guys were just knocking them dead, balloon-drifting gizzard shad uh, out into these little eddies and pools. And so it's definitely going to be something I'm going to try there, too. Uh, I just got to be able to find out how to acquire the gizzard shad in Lake Austin. I'm going to have to use the, the fish finder and try to see if I can find them out and bring the cast net. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some really, really big shad in that lake, but they're – man, they're – Really big, but I'm you know to find those smaller, the smaller shad. I'm not sure. Uh, you might use some of Des Davis's uh, uh, supernova lights in there to get them to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now I, I know those guys. They were using uh, some of the the shad. Those guys were using. They were easily eight, nine inches long. Big, big gizzard shad. And, I mean, I've even seen some guys online uh, using larger. You know, just to weed out the smaller bite. But, I mean, if i got a chance to catch anything, I don't care if it's a, a 19, a 20, a, you know, whatever. I, 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 that'll be my first striper ever. I can check that off my bucket list for sure. So uh, I'll definitely have to bring out the Corrado 300 and the and the big rod. I'm not going to go out there with my bath here. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you look up with the big one, you're probably going to want that. Yeah, I want that stopping power. I'm probably... I'm trying to think because since that water seems to be fairly clear, I'm probably going to have to go with, you know, a fairly decent uh, fluoro leader because I've only got straight braid to that thing. And, uh, you know, and then we just use like a wire leader offshore for like the, the kings and stuff like that. So I'm going to have to switch over to a fluoro leader, you know, just a uni to uni a leader on there and see if I can't, maybe like a 30 or 40 pound fluoro. Just something that, that way I got some abrasion resistance around those boulders and stuff too. So, yeah, because there's the, if you're if you're fishing on Town Lake right there, there's definitely going to be some boulders um, in that area, and you can actually I've seen guys fish from the bank right in that area too from Redbud Island. Um, I'm, I'm assuming they're just bass fishing, but but uh, it's all pretty close right in that area. Um, but yeah, you'll want that clear. It's definitely clear water, and you'll you'll definitely be in the boulders. So yeah, that's. That's my target. That's what everybody says. You know, as long as you're out there, target the boulders. That's where the current breaks are, and those fish will use those eddy breaks to ambush the bait. So that's what I'm doing. What I'm kind of, what kind of depths are they talking about catching those fish in? Man, that's the thing. I couldn't find anywhere what they were talking about when it came to actual specific depths. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to take probably baits out there that are going to cover Everything you know, I've, I've got some huge Magnum Zoom Super Flukes uh, with like some like six aught EWG Gamakatsu's, the super line ones, and uh, you know I've got those weighted and I've got them unweighted. I'm probably gonna throw some of those. I'm gonna throw something that'll go a little deeper. I've even got some really. I've got a huge for bass, but you know uh, the company True Tungsten, they make mm-hmm. those. Uh, they make those 
nice bluegill swim baits. Yep. And uh, they've got those removable tungsten BBs on the inside, and I'm just going to go out there, and if I've got to, I'll throw that huge swim bait, and I'll just remove the BBs as I want to cover water columns and see what, you know, what happens first. But yeah. I just need to send them, I'll need to send them an email to make a gizzard chat version. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how you do out there. It's, uh, it's a part of the lake I haven't been in in a while, but, you know, when I was uh, fishing down there, uh, more often it was we were you know catching schoolie bass and there'd be a bunch of shad down there not just around uh not just right at the dam but uh around the point uh of redbud island though at the right time of year they'll school up down there so yeah yeah i hope so i mean i i'll i'll try to use the finder and you know turn the sensitivity up around the dam and see if i can't pick up any any subtle subtle uh, blips that come up and, you know, because I'm going to need to focus on all sorts of details when I'm out there. I just don't know what yet. But Yeah, I'll be interested to hear your report. Oh, I'll let you know, and I'll send you a, I'll send you a photo. I'm, it's not a matter of if I catch one. It's a matter of when. <laughs> and you'll be getting a photo, my friend, easily. So, <laughs> But, well, tonight we're going to be... Uh, uh, haven't talked to him before, uh, but I've been chatting with him on Facebook. Uh, we're going to have Joe Hector on a little bit later. And he is the uh, he runs ExtremeKayakFishing.com, and he puts on the the tournament series that they've got, and they've got some really good notoriety here lately in the kayak publications like Kayak Fish or Kayak Angler Magazine. They do the uh, the Kayak Sailfish Smackdown. They've got the big one coming up in April called the Battle in the Bahamas. So they've got a they've got a really big blue water kayak tournament series, and it's it's one of the most impressive ones that I've seen. And they've got some awesome catches. And you know, we touched on it a couple of weeks ago on the show that the, the winners of the the Sailfish Smackdown came from Oklahoma. So I'll, I'll be really interested to hear from Joe on on that end, just to kind of see uh, just to kind of see what his take is on that, and how come any of the homeboys didn't didn't bring home uh, the gold, man? That's that's the that was the nuts part for me. Yeah, that's pretty wild. They have to come uh, quite a ways to get to that blue water, and uh, and to hook those big things, man. I can't even imagine uh, what that would. You know, coming from a bass fishing background, I mean, even the biggest fish is, you know, it's, it's over pretty quick, more often yeah. than not. So, you know, a sailfish, oh, man, it's got to be crazy. Yeah, I, I'm, I really want to pick his brain on that because, you know, it's – every time I see him posting photos up on, on Facebook, he's got some big fat wahoo in his lap or he's got, you know, another sailfish or uh, awesome mahi. I mean, they've got an amazing fishery out there, and – those guys, they're doing it right. And then that Battle of the Bahamas, you know, coming up, that's going to be an interesting style tournament where they can actually shuttle the boats over. But, yeah, I, I don't want to get too much into it until he gets in here. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to around uh, about 8.30 when he gets in here. So I want to play cool. have a tournament. Don't get me <laughs> wrong. I love, I love fishing my Texas lakes, but it's not the Bahamas. <laughs> no, nah, man. No, nah, dude. I mean, you can – who gets to say that they, they went to Florida, they got their kayak and all their gear shuttled over to the Bahamas, hung out at a cool resort, fished off your kayak for offshore species, went back, hung out on the beach for the rest of the I mean, it's a two-day event. So 
twist my arm, I've got to fish in the Bahamas out of my kayak for two days. Oh, and dear. And then I've got, to, I've got to chill at some really ridiculously sweet resort. Man, this just sounds like slavery. <laughs> oh, that's tough, know. man. I don't, know if I, I don't know if I can do it. That's a hard but, life. <laughs> well... Well, speaking of tournaments, man, you said that you fished one uh, this last weekend. What'd you, uh, where'd you go at? Uh, I fished the uh, the catch uh, event on um, Lake Wood, uh, which is out uh, near Gonzales. Um, it's a uh, part of the Guadalupe River. Um, it's you know, basically it's a it's kind of a small main lake area, and then for the you know you get upstream of that, and you're and you're in river pretty much the the entire the entire time. So, you know, I went out and pre-fished a uh, weekend before last and, and did all right. And then we went out and fished the tournament. And it was a, uh, I don't want to say it was a tough day because there was a ton of fish caught. But the majority of them were under 14 inches. I, I want to say, I think I caught three keepers for the tournament. I probably caught a total of 30 fish or some, somewhere in that range. But only three of them were keeper size. So, uh, and, and that, for the most part, I think was the story of the day. Uh, but, you know, they had a pretty good turnout, especially considering uh, Lake Wood is, is kind of out in the middle of nowhere. So, But it was uh, it was a fun lake to fish. There was a lot of big fish caught, uh, a lot of them during pre-fish. Um, not as many big fish caught on the day of the tournament, but there was one solid 25-and-a-half-inch uh, uh, bass, I believe, probably went 10, 11 pounds. Anyway, didn't have a scale. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a solid fish, so. Oh, they were out there. Guy. He just had to work. That was the same the guy that caught that 25-incher. He's the one that caught a Sherilunker recently, wasn't he? Yeah, he did. Actually, it's a it's a buddy of mine. Uh, he's on the same uh, rod builder pro staff as I am, and uh, he uh, he caught a Sherilunker during a powerboat tournament on Lake Dunlap. That's you know my home lake, and uh, yeah, he's got a, a knack for catching big fish during tournaments, and uh, he kept it up this last weekend. So. It was uh, a fun thing to see. Dude, that's sick. But that's, I couldn't imagine. And that's two, that's two tournaments in a row now with uh, the with the catch tournaments where they've they've put you know fish that were pushing ten pounds uh, you know in there for big bass. So that's hard to compete with. <laughs> it's I it's mean, tough, man. I mean, and it's in the lakes. And you're talking about fishing Town Lake, Lake Austin, and then in this case, Lake Wood. It's it's not where they're just catching a ton of those. So you know, you're seeing maybe one or two guys, you know, on a tournament day catch a big fish like that. You got to work for them. So somebody's going to get it, and and, and that chances are that guy's going to win. I know. I think the only other uh, the big big fish that I saw uh, from that tournament, uh, the Lake Wood tournament, was uh, uh, a seven pounder that uh, got caught as well. So. Yeah, that's a uh, that was pretty sweet, dude. I, there was also a uh, I saw another uh, Facebook post up that Dez brought up. One of his pro staffers caught like a twelve and a half on Lake uh, Lake Austin the other night, like last night or two nights ago. I did see. I didn't. I didn't see the size of it. I mean, I so I saw the picture. I didn't see the weight, but there was a. At first, I thought it was Town Lake, and then I did see Dez make the post today. Because uh, the guy's in, a, he's in his kayak and he's got all the supernova lights lighting up the uh, the water, and he had, I mean, a, a big double-digit fish, and and it's it's the time of year to do it. And I mean, I went out, uh, you know, I was out fishing on uh, Town Lake last night, and it was just one fish after the other, and they were all solid fish, and they were all very angry and and, and ready to fight, and 
it's I think a big part of it is you know obviously the spawns is is starting to get hot. Um, you know we were pre front yesterday the last couple of days, and uh, you know these local lakes that typically get hit pretty hard by a lot of these local knuckleheads we have here. Uh, they're fishing the cat tournaments. They're fishing the Cap City tournaments. They're you know they're they're fishing different lakes right now. So I think uh, these lakes aren't getting these you know Town Lake Lake Austin may not be getting hit quite as hard at least by the kayak anglers as they normally are. So you know yeah. yesterday and the last couple of days has been a real good time to get out there and, and smoke some big fish. So that's sweet, dude. Well, that was you know that cat you know that was another strong event you know traveling form you know 52 people signed up for the tournament overall. You know that's not a bad day of work. Uh, for Christian and his crew, and uh, now they've got a, and then he's got another, he's got another one following this next week, and they're following it up with the Lake Bass Drop event. So it's just been be back to back. To it's crazy. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting. To, I'll be interested to see how many people they get to come out to that tournament because if I'm not mistaken, uh, he told me that Bass Drop tended to be one of the larger events last year for him, total angler size wise. So. Bastrop's a great tournament. I'll, I'll be able to see. I'll be curious to see if they if they pull as many as they did for the Town Lake Lake uh, Austin uh, tournament. Obviously, being downtown Austin, uh, you know you can pull a lot of anglers real easy. It's very centrally located. Bastrop's a little further out, but it's a beautiful lake. It's gorgeous. It's got a ton of fish in it, and it's a really fun lake to fish. The 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 tactics you get to use to fish in that lake or frog fishing or you know, fish in the grass, and it's just loaded with fish. So it's it's always a fun one to fish, for sure. Yeah, I, me and my wife fished it before, and we we had tough, but, I mean, we, I didn't, it was it was windy. We didn't really get a chance to hold any water or anything like that and fish it uh, effectively, but, anyway. It has its well, days, and I'll tell you, it's not my best lake to fish, but I've I've seen what that lake can do, and, and, and on a good day, it'll it'll take you from zero to hero real fast. <laughs> nice. Well, there was there's also another event that went on this last weekend, and this was actually uh, primarily put on by Woody Calloway from Native Kayaks. It was the Adventure Fishing World Championship. Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to see that, but they've got some video posted on Facebook, and it is a unique style of tournament. It really is, and, and being on the Native staff, and, and being that Woody from Native is, uh, you know, and the Native guys and that crew are, are putting that tournament on. I think it's the second year they've done that now. But being on that staff and, and seeing a lot of those guys on my Facebook feed and you know those those videos and those pictures are kind of rolling in this week and it's uh, it's a really tough event um, but it looks like it's a ton of fun. I know I, I have uh, one of the other um, local native reps here who wants to go do that next year, so we're we're thinking real hard about that. It looks like a, a real fun event and it's in the Everglades, man. I mean. It's not you're you're out in the wild, but at the same time, I mean, it's, it's that's got to be a really cool place to fish. But uh, it's a it's a marathon in a in a way, and, and you know, it's, it's it sounds real tough, which is you know good. It's really funny we bring this up. There's a guy in the chat that actually he just got back from fishing <laughs> the AFWC, so that's that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. It, it's it's grueling. I mean, just look, listening to some of the guys talk about it, you know, you've got to paddle from from checkpoint to checkpoint. Each checkpoint you're required to ke- uh, catch a certain species of fish and stuff like I mean, just from what I read, you know, that was what the, the tournament guidelines were. Dude, that just sounds exhausting. Listening to Chip talk about it, like whenever they did it last year, I think 
Chip said he covered somewhere around like twenty some odd miles, and I. That's, yeah, and that's and it's not a lot, insane, it's not dude. a lot of time either. I mean, you're you're covering that 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 distance, and, and you're you're doing it in a relatively short period of time. It'll be, you know, if if we do get down there next year, it'll be interesting to see how you can even squeeze any fishing in. <laughs> Seems like you'd be paddling all day. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to go do it. I, I saw someone. Uh, I think it was. Um, I think it was Redfish Chuck. I think he was talking about he caught a it was either him or someone I can't remember, but he caught a, someone caught a trout and got it, got devoured by a lemon shark. Dude, that that'd be nuts. <laughs> right, I mean, right on the flat. That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I think if, uh, if 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 my bass got eaten by something on the way to the boat, man, I'd probably be hot after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'd be I'd be I'd be pretty excited. That gets you awake. That's better than coffee, man. <laughs> I imagine. Yeah, dude, I've, I've I've only had I've had bull sharks take uh, bull reds boat side. I mean, I've had them leave just a head on the hook whenever I've been sitting out there, and you know, it, it all gives you something to think about in the back of your mind when you're dangling those feet over uh, off the side of the boat in the middle of the afternoon, just hanging out because it's a slow afternoon, and then you know you pull up a you know you pull up any kind of fish, a king or a Spanish mackerel or bull red or something like that. You, all of a sudden, you just get slammed and rocked sideways, and you look over, and there's a, just a huge bull shark right there. Yeah, I'll wake you up, man. I could yeah, I don't know. In the flats. I don't know that it, I'll be sticking my legs in the water a whole lot when I go out with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just comes second nature, man. I don't even think about that anymore whenever I do it. It's just dangle your legs over, and, you know, I, I think the closest I've ever really had was it was something like that where I had my leg dangled over and I was pulling a red up into the boat and the shark actually came from under my leg and came out the other side and grabbed the redfish. So It's amazing I mean, how they can do that. I mean, it, my calf got tickled by the dorsal, so it was close. But, uh, I, you know, it's funny, as thinking back on it, as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, and I pulled my leg in, but my other one I kept in the water. So I... <laughs> You know, it's it's just it's just nature for me to just dangle them over, so I don't really even think about it. And our and our water is all muddy, so. Well, know. I'll let you dangle it over, and that way, if uh, if the shark comes up, maybe they'll get you instead of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'll be the bait, man. I'll be the one in the big yellow boat. <laughs> You'll be the one with the pedal boat that's walking on water when you're trying to get away. Yeah. But, wait, well, yeah. So yeah, they they had forty nine teams. Uh, that's a that's not bad either. I mean, forty nineteen. That's a hundred people, individuals. Still, I mean, that's that's yeah. an awesome event. I I don't know what they pulled last year. I didn't. I haven't really done a lot of reading up on the history of the event too much. But I, I that's something I would like to really do a a road trip for next year. I, I you know, I kind of I'm gonna get get into that in here in just a second because uh, me and Andrew got a little series like the. It's kind of like our top five thing. It kind of plays into tonight. But, yeah, I mean, uh, dude, I, I'd like to go on a road trip for that one. That that sounds that sounds like something I would really enjoy doing because it's it's virgin water to me. I don't know anything about fishing those, those mangroves or anything like that, but I'd be willing to give it a shot. Yeah, and that's, uh, you know, a big part of the reason I've wanted to get salty this year and not so much with the blue water but just kind of get down and, and fish the coast to flats a little bit more than than i i have the last several years is, is because 
I do have, uh, you know, my my other local native pro staffer here who wants to fish it. So I figure uh, the bass skills probably won't come in quite as handy as a uh, as maybe some redfish and trout skills. So it'll uh, <laughs> right. it'll be good to get down there and get salty. Yeah. Well, you know, kind of on the theme for tonight, since you know Bahamas, Florida, something like that, you know. Andrew and I come up with, we do a top five, we start a little thing, you know, kind of relevant to the topic of the night, and I, I thought it was kind of cool, you know, do some, you know, top five just fishing destinations that you kind of really hope to get to, and mine's, uh, mine's, mine's pretty easy. I, it, for one, they're, they're already going one place I want to go to, that's the Bahamas. I want to go down there, I want to go to the Bahamas and, ch- and chase all the offshore species down there. That just looks ridiculously fun. I, I I don't know what I'd do if I caught a wahoo from the kayak because I see those guys in uh, Maui doing it all the time from the aqua hunters and that looks like a blast. But my other four probably I want to go to Panama because Salmon's has me sold on that going out and fishing Hannibal Bank area for big massive yellowfin. So I want to do that absolutely. I want to. This is kind of far out there. I don't know if anybody's really ever done it, but I would like to see if there is some way you can fly in and go kayak fishing on the Amazon for peacock bass. You can't <laughs> tell me that would not be fun, dude. No, that's, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, I kind of looked into the, uh, what we're going to be talking about today, and so I came up with my list of top fives, and that'll be the one... Uh, the one on my list that'll be on your list as well is is, is peacock bass fishing, um, and the Amazon. I mean, if you want a big one, that's where you have to go. I mean, there's there's actually some spots in Florida you can go and you can get some, but they're going to be smaller fish, and you know you're not going to get that big, just massive peacock bass. But man, if there's a way to do it in a kayak, the only, only problem is is then you're in the Amazon in a kayak, which isn't necessarily <laughs> the safest thing. But uh, it, it's uh, I've I've looked into a couple of those trips because that's, like I said, that's one of my list, and and it's they do some crazy trips down there that I've read Absolutely. about. That, I don't know Absolutely. if the kayak's in there, but I'd love to do it. Well, you got to do it, man. I mean, it's water; you can put it in there. You got to do it. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way, that's the way I look at it. But well, it looks like Joe's in the wing. Uh, bring him in real quick. Absolutely. Uh, Hey, how's it going, Joe? How's it going, guys? Oh, I can't complain, man. Just kind of running down our, you know, with your uh, exotic for us theme of uh, kayak fishing, we were just kind of going down like a top five destination kayak or kayaking locations we'd like to go to, man. And, uh, you know, you you guys locked up the Bahamas. That's definitely a place I would like to go because that's my style of fishing. Oh, yeah, man. That's, uh, that's going to be a blast. We, uh... We put it on the dates where they have the yellowfin run. They go, uh, you know, they go through that that channel there. So hopefully, uh, someone's got a good chance, or multiple people got a good chance, uh, maybe getting one of those yellowfins. Yeah, that, that's sick. We were supposed to go to. Uh, we had a trip lined up to go to Venice, Louisiana. We were going to take a mothership out to the the floater rigs out there, and go fish in the four thousand foot of water from our kayak. The, the boat captain agreed to just chum up the fish and drop us off and let us troll for yellowfin and it just never got a chance to formulate so oh uh, man yeah, that'd be great man Whew. yeah that's, that's a bucket list 
Yeah, I mean, I've never got a yellow fin. I've, I've, I've always wanted to get one. I'm, you know, in the Bahamas, I'm going to be watching these guys go out and fish. So, uh, you know, it'll be good to, to see somebody bring one back. And, um, you know, like I said, they're in that channel. So, and, and the thing about there is, you know, nobody really jigs. Uh, when we went there the past two trips, um, you know, just to get the area down and get the tournament going, um, you know, I was showing jigs to the locals, and they just – they had no idea what it was. I mean, they troll ballyhoo and skirts, and that's that's really it. I mean, they don't even use live bait. So um, to have those tools, I think, will help on that ledge there in the Bahamas as well. Yeah, that, that's that's definitely a – we were going to be taking out some, some big, fat 200-gram jigs to go out there and do some deep drops. But, I mean, most of the stuff, we were going to go behind the shrimp boats, and they were going to actually use – uh, live bait and chunks to pull the tuna off the shrimp boats, and then we would launch and go right behind the the captain's boat and throw live mullet into the frenzy and just hold on. So. Oh man, that would be a blast, man. Well, <laughs> well, I, I I think we've lo- I think I've locked down a captain to go with. I'm gonna probably try to go with the the Mexican Gulf Fishing Company. So if uh, if I get something lined up for this summer, if you're down, man, I'll, you, you know, you're more than welcome to come and try to join in on that trip with us. Hey, man, if it's if it's extreme, I'm there, and that sounds pretty uh, pretty darn extreme. So I'll, I'll definitely <laughs> absolutely uh, I'll take you up on that. Cool, man. So well, uh, yeah. Well, so you just got done with the uh, the sailfish smackdown. Uh, that was really a uh, that was really a cool event. I got a lot of good press, man. And you want to just kind of give us a recap of the event? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what we did was you know, I I was thinking about doing something like this actually uh, about a couple of years ago. Um, I thought it was a little too early still, so we got done with our summer series, and then after that, you know, I really wanted to do a tournament uh, in the winter time and and. You know, in reality, it's, it's hit or miss here in the winter. So the main fish, the pelagic here, is sailfish. So, you know, I, I did some research, and there's really nothing like it that, that's been done uh, tournament-wise for just targeting strictly sailfish. So I figured this is the spot to do it. They have a lot of other sailfish tournament boat-wise uh, that goes on here in Pompano Beach. And uh, I figured, why not check out the moons, you know, try to get it as, as close as we can to when those guys do it and do some research, and we uh, we set it up, and uh, we got beautiful weather, um, which always isn't great, but um, we ended up, uh, yeah, man, these guys got sailfish, and it's it was a su- success, and it was, it was pretty amazing to see on the boat, too, because I'm always on the beach, usually with all my tournaments, and with this one, I was actually a judge on the boat itself, so it was cool seeing these guys hook up and... Uh, getting some amazing photos and talking to them. And um, Chris Thomas from Oklahoma came here to Papano Beach and killed it, man. He came here. Ryan Jones got second from Oklahoma. They beat the locals. Uh, Marcos got third. He's from uh, Miami. So none of the locals ended up, you know, finishing top three. So it was it was pretty crazy. And, and that's why I think we got a lot of the press as well is, you know, the locals usually kill it, and these guys came here and they proved that anyone can fish any one of our tournaments anytime. Man, that's, yeah, that's a sick, yeah. That's, that's cool as hell, man. I mean, what was really cool about it, actually, the guy that won, the guy that won your tournament, he's actually active poster on the Texas Kayak Fisherman uh, Forum. 
That's and great. He got on there and was posting all the photos from the event and had nothing but high praises to, sh- to say about you guys and the and just the class of the event. So, man, it's from what it sounds like, you guys have got the right formula for attracting in some really good uh, some really good people and a lot of people. If it gets enough uh, it gets enough attention, you know, that's the right kind of fishing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the summer series is you know that's been growing. Uh, you know, consistently with us, and uh, we get a lot of people from from out of state with that as well. But with this one, um, I was actually surprised we got people from out of state because it was such a smaller tournament than we usually run, um, given that it was the first of its kind. And, you know, people, there's a lot of people that haven't caught sailfish on their kayaks. So, you know, what this tournament proved was this is your chance to come here in season when they're plentiful and have your shot at catching them. Because all three of those guys that got top three, they never caught a sailfish in a kayak. So that was their first time, all three of them. So, you know, if you want to come here and do that, you know, that's your chance. And you could win some cash. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the catching the sailfish is one thing, but getting a fat wad of cash, that's another, that's another bonus, man. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Hey, it's not bad you're holding up a big check either, you know. <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, I got a big billfish, but I got a big check, so that's cool. Good trade off. I like that. Yeah, but yeah. So we were we were happy with it. It was it was a, a better turnout than we expected, to be honest. Because I never would have thought someone from Oklahoma would come down and kill it like that, and he did. And he would have had two. He uh, he hooked into another one. So it was it was crazy. He knew the he knew what was going on. He he did a little pre fishing the uh, the day before and saw him free pre jumping. So he knew what he was doing. So it was it was good. So uh, when you guys are out there and you're charming the sails, are you uh, are you doing uh, rigged up ballyhoo, or you got some other form of your uh, a bait that you're fishing with? Are you using something else? No, no, we uh, we're using live goggle eye. Um, you can also use live pilcher. Uh, we actually were selling bait on the water, um, so they the anglers had the option to either go to one of the local shops or get bait from us uh, from Hillsboro Live Bait uh, on the water, and that was the boat I was on actually. So. If someone needed something, they can pull up right to us. Um, Andrew pulled up to us. You know, if people ran out of bait, uh, you know, we'll, we'll load them up. So, um, you know, with the sailfish, you know, you really want to use those because the thing is, with if you're going to troll a ballyhoo, um, you know, you don't really get that speed. Um, at least in this area, you know, if you, if you want to target them, you, you know, you use the clear leader circle hook and, uh, you know, you want to use the live goggle eye which is a bigger bait, and it's, and it's hardier, too. You can keep it on for a longer time. Yeah, we were uh, we fished for billfish down in um, – we fished for them down in Baja with Jim Salmons, and we were using um, we were using live mullet. Uh, but we were yeah. – I mean, we, it would have been sales or anything like that, but actually the, what we were – what we got into that day was striped marlin. So wow. uh, that was pretty cool, man. The, yeah, the guy that caught it from, was from Canada – he uh he was locked on for two hours and he was on a small fish and he he'd never caught a billfish from uh ever and it took him two hours it should have been a lot less but it was, ended up being about a ended up being about a hundred pound striped marlin man it was beautiful it was all lit up Whew. Yeah, oh that was nice that's beautiful man that's a dream man beautiful well beautiful. Uh, and, and so I love all billfish they're just beautiful fish oh absolutely yeah. absolutely. So, uh, well, you got the so the next upcoming you've got is the big one in my in, in 
in my eyes. You guys got the battle in the Bahamas coming up, and I'll tell you what caught my eye out of this entire thing, and I've brought this up on the show multiple times, is you got a big, fat ring that you guys are going to give away for the champion of this event. You get to walk around like a stud with this thing. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a big um, Oakland Raiders fan, football. So I've always I played sports my whole life, and I fished a lot of tournaments. And I, you know, when I was young, I, I played on a baseball team, and, and they gave out rings. And we, we lost. We didn't win the championship. And, and I just wanted that ring so bad. And it just kind of gave me the idea of, you know, if, you, if you're going to do a Super Bowl event, if you're going to do a, a championship, um, I think a ring, you know, overtakes a trophy. I think you, you want that that big, fat Super Bowl ring that you can put on your finger, you can show it off, you can put it in a glass case. Um, and that's, that's what gave me the idea of, of doing a ring. And I think, um, you know, and we're also going to have a ring in the Summer Series as well for, for the uh, champion of that. So, um, yeah, I, it's, it's beautiful. It's going to have a diamond. It's going to have beautiful stones. It's going to be solid silver. Uh, it's going to be massive. So um, the guy who is making it actually created the ring for the Colts when they won their Super Bowl. So it's going to kind of resemble that. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be beautiful, and they got a check for five grand to go with it, which is a huge payout. Um, even both tournaments don't have that, you know, a lot no. of them. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big payout to get a ring like that and a $5,000 check. So Absolutely. Well, but you know what? So what to bring in those finish in a tournament like that, that's huge. So they deserve <laughs> it. Yeah, absolutely, dude. That, I mean, I think yeah, that 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 pretty much trumps everything. You can't wear a, a you can't wear a trophy around like a stud necklace or anything like that. So yeah, a ring. You, you're you're absolutely right. I never would even thought of that's the way to go. Absolutely, yeah, man. Well, mm-hmm. so what what are some of the logistics? to this tournament. I mean, these guys, are, they're getting shuttled from Florida over to uh, to the island? Correct. So, um, so what's going to happen is um, a lot of the anglers will show up. Uh, you know, you get a few days before. What we have here is they have three days to bring their kayaks to the customs. Now, I'm going to meet them there. Um, we're going to, you know, every angler that signs up, they've got to sign a, you know, a form, and my wife will send out um, directions to where they have to go. Um, but Thursday, Monday, and Tuesday, uh, the 17th, 21st, and 22nd are the three days where they have to check in. Once they do that, um, you know, we'll fast forward to the ferry part. They show up that morning around 6.30, and everything's already loaded on the boat. So they don't have to worry about anything. They just get on the ship. Uh, every angler, angler that signs up rides first class, um, and they take the trek over, which is about three hours. Uh, when they arrive, they unload, and there's trucks there to pick up their kayaks. Uh, we have people there that will help them, you know, put them in the, load them up in the trucks, and then they take about a 25-minute to, I'd say 25-minute ride to the hotel at Tango Bay Resort. Um, and then they unload there, and we have security for the whole tournament, you know, watching their kayaks outside. Uh, everything else they, they have to bring inside to the hotel in their rooms. And uh, and then we fish, man. We have the tournament. Uh, it's a two-day tournament. And then after that, they, you know, we, they have a little off time. And the, uh, the, the ferry leaves uh, pretty late their last day. So they'll have a whole day to kind of just hang out, uh, enjoy the rest of the time there. 
and um, there'll be free Sands beer the whole trip. So uh, it'll be a lot of fun, uh, food, fun, fishing, and for people just to enjoy themselves. That's that's my my kind of event. Uh, yeah, I, I would I would have to imagine my cohort Ryan would could get down with some of this. That sounds like a good time right there. I mean, uh, yeah. You know, and something else, and I don't know if this is uh, if it's if it's unique for what you guys are doing, but I really like the idea of the security for the kayaks. I know in the tournaments I fish, I haven't typically felt like my kayaks were unsafe, but or you know were in risk of, of being you know tampered with or stolen. But that's that's a, a cool ad. Yeah, especially especially when you you know, I mean, let's face it, all of us are going to a place where I've only been there twice. Um, you know, I, I don't personally know the area 110%. Um, so I, I want to make sure that, you know, everyone's stuff is looked after. And there's going to be quite a few kayaks. So, you know, having that security is, is to me, really important, especially in an area that, you know, you're not familiar with. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, how many guys How many guys do you have, uh, like, pre, like, signed up already? I mean, are, how many are you anticipating come down for the event? Well, right now we got 31. Um, I'm hoping, you know, or guessing, I, you know, I'm maybe 45, um, 50 at the most. But, uh, yeah, probably around that number for, for this first one. Maybe more. I mean, I really don't know. A lot of people, um, you know, doing these tournaments for a while now, a lot of people sign up right at the end. So, you know, I really don't, you know, it's hard to give a solid number, but right now we got 31. So that's that's already a good number to start for something like this. Um, when we started Absolutely. this year off for, for 2014, you know, we were doing two tournaments that we've never done. Uh, the Summer Series is kind of our baby. We've been doing it for years. But we wanted to add that different element. So we're, you know, taking the risks and, and uh, doing something new for these guys. So having one in another country and having a sailfish tournament, um, so far so good. So we're, we're really excited for 2014. So. Cool, man. Yeah, so, well, yeah. You kind, of, you kind of touched on that just a second ago, uh, like the summer series. So that's that's another set that you've got going on right after the, the Bahamas event, correct? Correct, yeah. That's that's our baby. We have uh, the first one. is It's called the Summer Slam. It's two tournaments. Um, in a way, they're kind of connected because what's going to happen is the winner with the most weight in both tournaments, uh, which means you have to fish both, wins the Super Bowl ring for that as well. End of huge trophy, so they get both, um, and cash. So um, that tournament's going to be in June, uh, June 21st, and then August 16th. Sick, dude. Well, so these tournaments that you guys, that you're doing, are are these just strictly, like, a specific species? Like, is it like a, because, you know, around here, some of the tournaments that you've got, you enter in, and it's, it's a king tournament, but you'll have, like, cobia or mahi side pots or stuff like that. Or is this just like you've got like a set of species that you can target and it's just a wait for that particular fish that you catch? No, the beauty of, the beauty of Extreme for, for the Summer Series is that you have a full variety of fish that count for your weigh-in. Um, our rule is, you know, you, you have five eligible fish for weigh-in. That could be, uh, you could, that can range from a big blackfin tuna, which have to be five pounds or up, uh, to a big cobia, to two blackfin, to a kingfish. Um, so you have a big variety of fish that you can bring to the scale when you fish the summer series. Usually, um, you know, to compete, to win it, you want to get that, that solid kingfish. Uh, or, you know, there's big wahoo, there's big tuna. So those, those are the fish you really want to target, but you, you have a big variety. 
with uh, with those series. Well, are those the, is it pretty much the same uh, rule set that runs into the Bahamas event as well, the same kind of thing? Correct. Correct, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be um, the same kind of pelagics, the mahi-mahi, all those fish are going to be. Uh, we're, we're going to add a reef division to it, um, and then grouper uh, will be eligible only for one. So you ha- let's say you're in both divisions. You have to choose where you want to slot that grouper. Uh, it could be a massive grouper, so you could win the whole thing with it. So... Um, We'll make it kind of like a side thing with the grouper. Well, we play a guy. <laughs> like, like, what, what kind of grouper are you talking? Like gags and stuff like that. Or are you talking yeah. like cool? Correct. Very cool. Well, there's a guy in the yeah. chat. He uh, he had a question. He was wanting to know uh, the the cost to get into the Bahamas tournament. Sure, sure. Um, well, there's there's double. Uh, let me uh, let me get my computer up here real quick, just so it's perfect for him. I just want to. Give me one yeah, no second, problem. guys. Dude, Ryan, we gotta go do something like this. <laughs> I'm, you know, I, I, I still I, gotta I, wet my whistle on the on the Texas coast here with uh, with you guys. Nah, dude. Nah, 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 Jump head, dude. Jump head in. You're just you're good. You're just throwing me you're in. Good? Throwing me in the deep Seriously. end. Yeah, dude. Look at the guys from Oklahoma. Look at the guys from Oklahoma did. They just walked right down to Florida. <laughs> You know, whatever. Yeah, we brought our crappie poles and we pulled out, <laughs> and we brought out we pulled out some sailfish. You know, it's no big deal. They, they can do it, man. You can do it. It's no problem. No, it's a, anyone can win it, man. Anybody. You know, that's what I'm talking about. You, you show up and you fish, and it's and it's all an attitude too. You got to go there with an attitude like you're going to win. When I talk to those Oklahoma guys uh, from the first night I met them, they, you know, you can just tell when someone's confident. They had that look in their eye. They really wanted to learn. Um, at the captain's meeting, they were talking to all the locals, you know, asking a lot of questions, and and they won it. So that's what it's about. See, Ryan, yeah. there's hope for you. Asia. <laughs> <laughs> they had the Kevin All right, I'm pulling up this like. thing right now. Yeah, because if I was not mistaken, I, I looked on here a couple, uh, probably last week before the show, because I always check on your website to just kind of read up on it because it's so unique. I, you had a couple of different package options for for the guys wanting to join, correct? Yeah, there's quite a few, actually. That's why I want to make sure um, I can answer his question perfect because uh, my computer's being slow here. Just give me one second. No, nah, it's not a problem, man. Yellowfin tuna. So, ah, here's a question. So, if you guys are doing weight, and, you know, you listed on here the potential for billfish, how are you capturing the billfish into the anglers? uh... How it works with billfish is, for the summer series, we have a billfish division. Um, They're not included into Uh, the weight of all the rest of the fish. And the winner of that division actually gets the entry into the Battle of the Bahamas. And that's how that uh, ties into it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. And the logistics for those big fish are mind-boggling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's yeah, the prices right. to answer his question. Um, we have here triple occupancy, uh, two separate rooms with beds in each room per person. Now, all these prices are per person. Uh, that'll be 650, and that includes first-class round trip for your kayak or paddleboard, uh, first-class trip 
transportation for yourself and the equipment uh, to the port and the hotel and back, uh, the three-night stay at the resort, uh, free sands beer for all your days, uh, welcome reception dinner, um, awards dinner, and fishing. So all that's included in 650 for basically four days in the Bahamas. That doesn't sound like a tournament. It sounds like a vacation. <laughs> and if you bring if you bring like a wife or a companion, uh, that'll be 389 for all four days. That's good information so, right there. Wait, 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 wait! Bring the wife. Wait, what? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no! Okay, man, so the, you got the double. You got the double occupancy, and that's one king size bed or two double beds in a room, and this is per person. That's going to be six sixty nine, and it's all the same as I said below. So you get the first, you know, you get the first class round trip, transportation, three night stay, free beer, uh, welcome reception dinner, and awards dinner and fishing, and that is the double occupancy. And then finally, we have the single occupancy. So this is for one person, one king size bed, and that's going to be seven sixty, and that's all the same as below. So if you bring more people, you know it brings the price down. Sweet. Yeah, and man, if you bring a like child, a if someone wants to bring their child, um, that's going to be two twenty. That's not bad. They're, like these are all really reasonable prices, considering the fact of what you're getting out of this entire thing. Very reasonable. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I worked my butt off to get the, you know to get these prices. They're they're I mean for you got to think of it for four days in the Bahamas, you're fishing, you're doing all the stuff. You're, I mean, that's can't beat it. No, not at all, man. That's <laughs> wow. That's that's cheaper than uh, what we were gonna go do out of Venice. That's. <laughs> That's that's the <laughs> kicker right there. That that guy that guy was uh, he was wanting some cash. This is this is even more in my opinion. This is even more fun, and it's for two days of fishing and not just one. Do we have a website have to, we can go to 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 get all that information? Yeah. Uh, so what you want to do is you want to go to extremekayakfishing.com, uh, and on the top right hand corner you'll see Bahamas entry ticket, and you just click there. And it'll give you all the information on the tournament, all you know, passport, whatever you need. And here's another thing too, um, and this is something that we just came across. If an angler is having trouble uh, getting a passport, um, you can also bring your original birth certificate, um, so you don't have to get a passport. Now the only reason why that's acceptable is because we're not flying; we're taking a boat. So that is something that someone can bring if they're having trouble getting their passport, but if they do that, then that means they cannot fly back. So if there's an emergency and, God forbid, something happens, they cannot get back unless they wait for the ferry. That's a good piece of information. more information, yeah. That's solid, man. Sweet. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. know you could do that. Yeah, cool, actually, dude. we just came across that ourselves. <laughs> Very nice. A good need to know. Well, uh, now you you guys also have a magazine that you public uh, have a, like a publication, correct? Correct. Yes, we have a tournament magazine. Um, we do them quarterly. Uh, we have one. I uh, just put it on your your page that's uh, about to come out. 
uh, in about a month and a half. It's going to come out right before the Bahamas tournament and preview. Uh, that one's going to be strictly about tournament fishing, getting ready for it, fishing offshore, and uh, how to win these events. Sweet, man. And, you know, anybody can uh, – is that available to find on the website as well if anybody wants to subscribe? Correct. Just, just again, go, go to extremekayfishing.com, and it's a free subscription. Um, and, you know, if you want to purchase the hard copy, then we'll send them to you. Um, but, yeah, you can sign up for free on our website and take a look at the magazine and um, enjoy it. Got some good tips in there, the, the kayak downrigger, um, stuff like that. So good stuff for offshore. Cool, man. Good stuff well, for a guy like me who's never done it before. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm a free line guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, dude. I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't even – we just brought downriggers in, and they've been selling like crazy. That, that's really starting to be an up-and-coming thing, like a tactic from the kayak. So I'm going to have to try that out on something, maybe on the striker yeah, here yeah. in Austin. Yeah, I mean Andrew Mixon won. Uh, he got the Wahoo on the uh, on the downrigger in our main Madness tournament. So they're they're really effective. They work well. Very cool. Well, Joe, I I really appreciate you coming by, man. Uh, this has been an awesome awesome chat about a really cool event. Uh, I'll we'll do our best on our end to help promote it as much as possible. Um, and you're more than welcome you. to come back to like post tournament recaps if you'd like or anything, and you know help you know, help get more awareness for the upcoming series or anything like that, just shoot me a message and let me know. Definitely, man. I'd love to, and uh, thank you so much for, for having me on. And, uh, again, just, just go to ExtremeKayakFishing.com and check us out, and uh, and uh, I appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Oh, not a problem, man. Have a good one. We'll get in touch with you soon. Thank you, sir. Right, man, you too. And, I, and I'm holding you up to that, uh, to that offer about fishing. I'm going. Hey, dude. Hey, you're friends with me on Facebook. I'll post it up. You you got first dibs. All right, post it up. I'm there. All right. Yes. Yeah. Not a problem, man. All right. See you guys. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Well, right. That's gonna be that's gonna be wild, right there. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Uh, and I didn't I didn't get a whole lot of chance to, before the show started to get in, to go get into you know look and see what what they're doing, but kind of as we were talking to them, I was able to kind of peruse a little bit, and it's uh, it's definitely extreme. Dude, you, you ain't no joke, man. I mean, he's he's doing everything right to set you up to, to, you know, have a great event. I mean, he's timing it like you said. You know, he's checking the moon phases. He's checking out all this information. He's doing his scouting. He's working his tail off to get the event and the venue set up to where, you know, anybody can come and have some fun and, you know, I mean, you, I know you can't control everything, but he's doing everything in his power to make it to where when you come out, you're going to have fun. You've got the best shot at catching fish. So, well, how are you, you not know, going to have fun in the Bahamas? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, you may not, like, if, you know, my wife, she may not want to go and paddle around, but, man, she's going to be sitting and drinking some of that sand beer right on the beach, hanging out in that cool Bahama sun, Having a good time watching me win the event. <laughs> that's right. And that's I, I mean, if, that. if you can't if you can't sell your your wife on on going uh, let, letting you go take a fishing trip and have you bring her along to the Bahamas and then uh, I don't I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you might want to go and trade her in for another wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's going to enjoy it. 
nah, Lauren, I promise you're going. But uh, yeah, man. So we'll uh, we'll definitely have to get him back on here. We'll do a little bit of a recap with him. And, you know, let him talk about what we're doing uh, later on in the summer. And you know, again, you know, I like I told him he's more than welcome to go on that Venice trip with us. And Ryan, that includes you. So if you want to go after some big tuna, you know, we'll be doing that probably in the end of the summertime. Well, we'll uh, we'll see if we'll see how I handle the first trip out to the blue water here in Texas, and then we'll go from there. Sounds fair, man. That sounds fair. Well, it's been a pretty good show. I can't complain. Got to talk some big fish from little boats, exotic locations. It's been a been an eventful evening. I learned something new. Yeah. Then then you're a winner already. There you go. Well. I don't have much else. If you've got anything else to kind of bring to attention before, uh, you know, fishing wise. What do we, what do we have next week? Uh, next week, I haven't got anybody lined up yet, but I do have some guys that are going to be calling in with some fishing reports. Uh, we're going to have probably Vincent from Team Ocean Kayak calling. I know that he did a couple of trips down uh, in the Galveston area. And uh, we may, uh, may call uh, Phil Spencer, Captain Phil Spencer from down in Corpus and get a Corpus report. Uh, he was that guy's on some big fish training. right now. Yes, he is, and uh, maybe get him on and to you know drop a little knowledge on everybody and see if we can't get some uh, some better stringers come out of the stuff that he the knowledge that he spreads. So we'll see. But I guess I got to see time. I got to see a couple of pictures of the fish he's been landing on his phone at the San Antonio opening, and any any information you can get from that guy is going to be good. Oh, like that like that beast trout that he that he had. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 So well guest wise next week I I'm I'm gonna put out a feeler. I'd like to see if we can get Woody Calloway on the show to talk about the new Slayer and uh the new um Ultimate FX kayaks that are coming out from natives. So you know I'm gonna Those look really cool. And, yeah, they do. They look that's like Ultimate two point is what I like to call them. So yep. uh I'll see if I can't get him uh, lined up for this next week. So, well, Ryan, uh, thanks for the impromptu stand-in for Andrew. Uh, As always. And uh, we'll, uh, well, we'll be back next week again, Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, Yak Fish in Texas. Make sure to go over to Facebook, like our page, uh, post up any, or any questions or any guests that you guys want to talk to or uh, want us to bring on. We'll be glad to do our best to see if we can get them on. So, uh, you know, until then, everybody, we'll see you next Tuesday, 8 p.m. So I am Jaron Wassell, joined with Ryan McDermott, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Tight lines. Good night, guys.